Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Uh, as always, welcome to the show. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture, all the fun stuff you love to talk about, we love to talk about. Uh, we are talking Deadpool 2 versus Infinity War versus Black Panther versus Solo. We're doing our mid season our mid-year review our mid-year report cards all that fun stuff uh we're going to give you our best rating we're going to talk which was the best who was the winners who were the losers all that fun stuff uh as always i'm joined by my co-host the lord of the radio mr hassan godwin good evening <laughs> he's very very uh yeah. very vibrant yes. today yeah this is me energetic the, you are very energetic yeah, I'm very energized yeah i noticed our banner is also crooked but that's okay what really I want to thank uh, Elizabeth Tripp for Nourish the Soul. If you're listening to us on talkradio.nyc, again, we do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, on talkradio.nyc. Uh, she had a fantastic show. Uh, we've got uh, the Governor's House coming on next, so definitely please yeah, yeah. stay tuned for that as well, too. If you're listening to us on the podcast, we are on iTunes. We are on iHeartRadio. Um, and we got a great show tonight, right? we got a great show. we got uh, Dan Leister, uh, who is the artist of The Sire. Uh, the original artist, and he is going to be joining us to talk about his new webcomic a little bit later, so I'm pretty excited about that. Which is our last night in the studio. And this is our last night in this studio, even though you, will, you wouldn't know that because I have those banners up and it, yes. and it covers the studio, <laughs> which is exciting. Uh, so yes, yeah. it will seem exactly the same to you. <laughs> I was going to say, right. Exactly. For us, yeah, it's significant. It's like they won't, they won't, they won't know no, the difference. They won't, but so, um, but we begin... To excited about, though. But we begin. Oh boy, we oh boy, oh boy. Solo is poised to lose fifty million dollars or more at the box office. Ah, that ain't much. Lucasfilm standalone Han Solo origin pick is faltering at the global box office, where it is expected to top out in the four hundred million range. Uh, to borrow one of Han Solo's lines, uh, that's not how the force works. It's never an, tell me the odds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wall Street analyst Barton Crockett. I don't know who that guy is, but he's from Wall Street. He's an analyst. <laughs> he so must, he's he must be, know what he's doing. He must know what he's doing. Uh, says Solo he shorted the stock already. We'll lose so. more than $50 million. <laughs> Industry financing sources, however, say that figure could come in in the $80 million or Ooh, higher. God. Although no one knows the exact terms for Disney's deals, for home entertainment and television, and ancillary revenues. Uh, it isn't likely to gross much more than $400 million globally against a budget of at least two fifty. And a major multi-million dollar marketing what spend. What did Disney lose for John Carter? Oh, that was like a massive. Something like 100 was, to 200 million. No, yeah, that was like a 200 million right. dollar bomb. That's because, the same with um, Tomorrowland, which yes. I think was also Disney, was a, was a massive bomb. Yes. It didn't do well. It was a Memorial Day thing. Yeah. And Disney went, oh, just kind of, there's a breeze in here. You know? <laughs> Spend four billion dollars and buy Star Wars. Done. You know, Disney's so he's going to live. Yes. Yeah. They, I don't think they that's... shook off a four hundred million dollar loss and then spent four billion dollars on another franchise. Again, I don't think that's the big issue here. The big oh, issue is I'm this sorry. is the first Star Wars movie to not meet expectations. Was it really a Star Wars movie though? Well, it definitely was a Star Wars movie. Well, it okay, it wasn't really one of the franchise Star movies. Star Wars movie. But it has Star Wars. It's set it's in a Star Disney Wars universe. Disney Star Wars movie. Well, all right. No, let's let's Okay. Hmm. Let's not let's not mince with that, right? Uh, let's oh. let's just call what? it for right now. It's that was still, my whole angle. It Oh, all right. Well, I <laughs> squashed. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and stare at you now. It's it, it is 
a Disney Star Wars movie. I get that, but I'm, but let's go top level first, and then we'll start getting into the nitty gritty. No. Top level is it's the first Star Wars movie to not meet expectations, um, to actually lose money, also theoretically speaking, if these if these figures hold up. Right. That's a huge dent in the in the armor, right? Yes. Would you yes, agree with is. that? Yes, huge. Well, it's it's um, it's a dent in the uh, in the majesty. I guess sure. you know whatever the implied uh, the implied in- infallibility of the, uh-huh. of the franchise. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how denting it is for the for the financiers or the, or the studio that made it. Yeah, I don't know how what the backlash is going to be for Ron Howard or Alden Ehrenreich or you know I mean I don't I don't know any of them wait, are going to wait, wait say that again. I'm not I'm not going to say it again. Ehrenreich? No, whatever his name is. No, I think you did it really well. Ar- I'm actually Ehrenreich. I'm actually admiring uh, you. Ehrenreich, I think, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. With, or Anne Wright. I don't know. See, now now that I have to think about it, I'm not going to say it right. But, you know, the, the guy who played Solo. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy, the actor who played Solo. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're good. You're the guy good. with the hair. Yeah, I thought it was very, very good. Well, the, the pronunciation, the yeah, I'm just really, I'm just really impressed with that. No. So. So I can, I'm, I'm kind of done for the night. <laughs> all right, excellent. I, for, for all of them, I don't know. I don't know. Ron Howard doesn't matter. Got his, you know, his, his career is kind of. Uh, it matters for him. I mean, the, supposedly he took the job because he was having a string of not so great, you know, films. Sure. Like he's, the the last uh, uh, Dan Brown movie he made didn't do that wonderfully. Sure. He made that uh, weird uh, Moby Dick movie. Um, oh yeah, 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 with with Chris uh, Hemsworth. Chris Hem- right? yeah. Hemsworth. Yeah, that didn't and that didn't well. do very great. So, yeah. I mean, there, there's been talk that he was like he took the job just to. Keep his uh, his stock. Yeah, up. keep his stock. Exactly, good term. So, it's kind of important that his move that his one and only Star Wars movie is a one and only Star Wars flop. That's a that's sort of a deal. Uh, yeah, I know that is that is kind of um, sort of important. <laughs> I think that is sort of important. That's a little important, yeah. But I think in the end, he's going to get another movie made. I'm think, sure that someone's gonna, gonna someone out there is going to give Ron Howard a couple of dollars to make another movie. The question is, I guess the question is this, right? Uh, okay. What's what's the what's the reason behind this movie? Because we we reviewed the movie last week, so go check yeah, us out on iTunes. Uh, go search, search Secrets of the Sire. Go to SoundCloud. Go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. You can stream it right off the website. Uh, I always forget to promote just the website. Yeah. Um, hits are up, though. Yeah. 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 We're doing something. We're we, made, we made seven cents. We're so- <laughs> I was, was going to say something, and it was totally not going to make any sense. <laughs> um, and we liked it, for the most part. We we kind we we enjoyed it yeah for the most part yeah you know it wasn't uh, we the, the consensus was it wasn't a the, the most brilliant movie that we've ever seen however yeah uh, there there aren't many movies that are the most brilliant movie we've yeah. ever seen and therefore uh, it's worth seeing I've seen it twice now I saw the Last Jedi twice yeah but I was I was happy to see this one twice. <laughs> Um, yeah, the Last Jedi was like kind of an obligation. Well, it's interesting you say that, right? Because there was a, there was a gun people involved. are trying to argue that it's not the Last Jedi's fault that this movie didn't do as well. That's impossible. Listen, it's six months after the Last Jedi, and the Last Jedi was a big deal. Now, even if 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 uh, the truth is that only a minority of people disliked that movie, mm-hmm. the minority was really loud. Yeah, and and there was a lot of money made. From bloggers and clickbaiters and mm-hmm. and and uh, YouTubers on how terrible that movie was. Yeah. So there was it became a cottage industry to hate that movie. It was almost it was almost prequelian in in its in its stature, 
right? Yes. But it, so, it, it, it felt it didn't. It, it's funny though. You, it's funny the, you mentioned that, right? The virtue that the prequels had is that there were three years between each yeah. movie. Yeah. And the fact that everyone was so caught up in the lore yeah. of those movies in general that there was a lot of speculation as to okay, what's going to happen next, and how exactly is this kid going to turn from this this nice guy to this guy in the suit that's going to go around cutting people in half with like a red laser sword, right? We want to know how that's going to happen, even if they're arguing with the execution sure there's intrigue about the the mythology in and of itself yes right you've already spent your capital on the original characters yeah by murdering han solo in your first movie yeah to to have that emotional beat yeah now you're trying to go back to the well with a totally different actor yeah and say no but there's still you don't you don't you love han solo come back and and see Han Solo when he was young, you know. And I understand that they, they, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of commentary about nobody asked for it. You know, mm-hmm. well, we don't mm-hmm. ask for a lot of movies. You know, there's a, there's not a lot of art that's asked for that was requested prior to it coming into. I don't, yeah, I don't disagree. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree with that yeah. either. So I that's hate, a bad I hate, critique. I hate the thing when they're like, "Well, this was unnecessary." Yeah. Okay. No, there was no sense of urgency for me to know. Han no. Solo's origin. I get it. No, but, but if, if you're going to tell me, but if it was amazing, yeah, then it would be amazing. And I it agree would be, with that. and it was. I mean, it came close to being amazing. It came, it, 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 it turned into something that I didn't feel was a waste of my time seeing. And you know, in, in inevitably or invariably, you start to incorporate what you're seeing into the mythology in and of itself. Yeah, you know, and you're like, oh, okay, that's how that happened. I mean, it's not how I pictured it happening, yeah. but I guess that's how that happened. Yeah. So, we're done, and and if you you don't reject those things like mm-hmm. a lot of people did with Luke Skywalker, you know, if you don't if you don't reject what the with the information that you're being given, right? It's you you happily incorporate it, right? Um, but it's it's a little disingenuous to to use the death of of an iconic character as a as an emotional beat as a as a poor poorly written emotional beat, in my opinion. Um, I don't think the scene was poorly written. Yeah. I think it was poor writing to kill him because you were afraid there was not enough emotionality in the film because you didn't have an Obi-Wan moment. Right, right. right? Well, it was formulaic. I mean, there's yes. no question. We, we've kind of been through that. And you, and you, and you used that beat because it was an available beat and you didn't even take into consideration that um, these characters that we are capitalizing this and, 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 uh, and justifying this new series on are significant and they're never going to be seen together again. Yeah. They're, you know, so, so we're just going to use each one of them yeah. as, a fulcrum, you know, as a fulcrum to, to you know, engage the audience with yeah. these new characters that we're not going to put a lot of investment or time or money or, or, or backing into. You're just going to love them because it's got the Star Wars logo well, on it. Well, that's the funny part, right? Because uh, there was another article I read, though, too, and it was talking about the blame is not necessarily on Last Jedi. Um, the blame is not necessarily on the tight box office, but I think that I personally think the tight box office is exactly what killed this movie, though. Too. Me too. I think I think, it's a I think big there's part of six it. there's six months in between, like you said, but it's not really six months because you could still see Last Jedi up until about I don't right. know, two weeks yeah. before Solo came out. Yeah, you just had Deadpool, and then you just had the earth shattering Infinity War. I think that you know, I think that plays into this thing. Where Which it's is, like, I mean, people are, I mean, because of the way things work in our society now, the things that happen so fast and yeah. they come and go so quickly, people are not, um, people are not giving respect to the impact that that movie made, yeah. you know, and the, the fact that that movie had a lot riding on it, the fact that there was a lot of pressure on that movie, yeah. and the fact that that movie, uh, you know, delivered 
for the for the most part. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's 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 uh, critics, you know, yeah. on, on everything. But the fact that it delivered was is a significant thing. Yeah. And that I think people are blown out yeah. by the time they they're finished with that. And yeah. then here comes Deadpool 2. Yeah, Deadpool 2, which is which also underperformed. Yes. And then here comes Solo. Solo is winning every weekend that it's that it's been in. It's just dramatically it's, lower than yeah, what they than every right. other Star Wars yeah. movie. But if it was not a Star Wars movie, it would be called a success. But if it wasn't a Star Wars movie, it probably wouldn't have this type of box office. See, either. so therein lies there the, is, there is the that rub. Conundrum. But one analyst actually argued it was the marketing though that they marketed this. That's another that it possibility. It didn't have his face in it, and this is something that's interesting, right? It didn't have his face in it for a good solid like two months before the movie came out. Like the Super Bowl, you barely saw his face. Right. And that was in January. The movie yeah. came out in May. So they started was, marketing. There was, a, there was a lot of fear involved yeah. in, in doing yeah. it. And, you could, and people could smell the you fear. Could, you knew there was fear in yeah. that. Because it's like, well, yeah. he's not exactly Harrison Ford. Yeah. You know. And, so, and he overcame that, really, as far as I was concerned, watching the movie. I, I wasn't thinking, hey, this guy's, not, yeah. this guy's not Harrison Ford. Yeah. I was all right watching I was. I know. I know. They should have had a little more faith. In, uh, in the it's, it's, haphazard method in which they yeah. brought this thing to screen. True. When we come back, we're going we're gonna to grade it, though. We're going to grade it up against we're the big four. Um, so far, 2018 has <laughs> been a very interesting year for comic book films. Uh, we're going to pick the best one out of the bunch. Uh, and it might not be what you expect when we come back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Follow Me Friday Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! What's that? (laughs) (laughs) Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day. We're going to keep it superficial. Just a brass tack. We are very superficial people in general. So we are going to stick to, well, I'm a very superficial person. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm a book by the cover (laughs) kind of person. I'm a great guy. I'm not superficial (laughs) at all. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We are having banner issues. It's fantastic. But it's better than having technical issues. So that's, you know, that's a win for us. We talk comics, movies, TV, and pop culture every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc, and streaming live 
on facebook.com slash secrets of the sire you can actually go to secrets of the sire.com and stream us off there too because the facebook feed goes right into there uh so it's good stuff it's good stuff all around uh we are talking about solo and it's a good segue into our topic tonight our topic tonight we're gonna give our first half report cards on the big movies and the four movies we talked about um we're, we're not going to talk about Pacific Rim because it doesn't quite fit into our genre, right? I think I think our genre is it's if you can. Fiction. I know, but if you can walk into a comic book store and and find yeah, you one of these, gotta be careful with that because there's gonna, there's going to be a movie that you're going to want to talk about that's not going to fit that. And then I'll bend the rules. Uh, that's what it's all about. It's all about bending the rules when it doesn't apply to what you're what you're trying to do. That's what I do. I just bend the rules, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You see how that works? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, I'm gonna say Pacific um, Rim is a really good movie. I should enjoy that. I I heard it was terrible though. Yeah, of course you did because you didn't it see it. Not I actually saw it, so it did. But bing. I well, I know, Ba-bing. but because we weren't gonna talk about it. Uh, what was the other one that came out that we're that we're eliminating? It wasn't Pacific Rampage. Rim. Rampage. Oh, Rampage. Rampage wasn't really that great a movie. I could actually. It was a fun movie though. It's fun uh, as heck. I could qualify Rampage more for what we want to talk about than yes, than Pacific Rim. But you didn't want to add it in because you're nah. you're a whore who only goes after the big money. That is correct. That is absolutely correct. Don't tell my wife I'm a whore. Um, I think she knows. <laughs> she knows what you mean. Yeah. Big four movies of the year: Black Panther, whore, Infinity War, super whore, Deadpool two, pandering whore, and Solo. <laughs> On an individual basis, give me your grades for, for all the movies. We're gonna use we're gonna use standard high school uh, letter grades. In that order, Black Panther. What was your letter grade for the movie? A. Okay. But I'm black. <laughs> well, now everyone knows it because you're on screen now. <laughs> was I was I not on screen for like the last six months? Yeah, I know. But <laughs> new new viewers coming in. Oh, hello. I'm black. <laughs> and I like Black Panther. Are you a Panther? Hmm? Are you a Panther? No, I am not a Panther. Okay. But I am a fan of Black Panther. Good. As all African Americans should be. <laughs> Thank got, you, America. You're very you're very surly tonight. I like this. <laughs> this is good. But you're surly in a very like facetious way. You're a Black Panther fan, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. That's enough. That's perfectly that, fine. That's it? Yeah. It's a I'm percentage. A, I'm a Black Panther fan. Yeah, but you're you you're an outlier. No, oh. <laughs> you're pandering. Clearly, I'm not an outlier. Don't pander. I'm not an outlier. <laughs> Don't pander to our African American <laughs> constituents. We decided at dinner time uh, because the dictionary decided. Oh this. my God! Pander is a negative word. Of course, he's telling you this because pander I was is. wrong about it. He was. It was wrong because I didn't think pandering has a negative connotation because everything is considered to be pandering now. So that means that everybody is saying that everything sucks. When you pander, you're exploiting. Um, yeah, I get it. Something. I remember what yada, the yada. definition said yeah. over my beef and broccoli. Yeah. Continue with your, your questions about grading. What, what, Infinity War. What do you give it? C. Oh. Wow. That was, didn't expect that coming out of you because <laughs> you liked it. Uh, I did like it. But Deadpool it 2. A D. Wow, you're t- you're a harsh grader. You're very surly tonight. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. But you gave Black Panther an A. Yes, mm-hmm. because I'm black. Because you're black. Okay. At least you're, yeah. Ninety percent of the reasons. Ten percent <laughs> of the reasons. Solo. Good. 
Solo gets a B, obviously. Okay. Um, now I will explain um, very quickly. So I'll give you my grades. I don't want to know your my grades. My grades. I'm not interested were... in your grades. Here, <laughs> let, let, let me go into. No, go ahead. What are your grades? I give Black Panther an A minus. Oh, you didn't say we could do. We could. We could all. Okay. It's high school grades. You can give it high school. That's grades. just. I give Infinity dumb. War an A. I just oh, flat out. I just think it's an A because I'm do. white. I am and, a whore. And, and Thanos is white. I am a whore. I, I, I know. Yeah, Thanos is white? What the hell are you even talking about? That makes perfect sense. See what I just did there? That makes perfect sense. There? Yeah, yeah. His goal of universal extermination. Because I'm really the Hamburglar and he's one of mine. <laughs> How does that even How did that happen? Yeah, you're Grimace. You're Grimace. I'm Grimace. Yeah, it's oh, one yeah, of the us. Hamburg- yeah, the Hamburglar yeah, is yeah. not the... Yeah, it's, the it's Grimace. It was yeah. Grimace. <laughs> no. I'm done for oh, tonight. Well. Oh, well. I'm yeah. over. Yeah. Uh, no more IPAs for dinner. <laughs> I only had the one. It was, <laughs> it was, it was the tea. It was, one it was too the many. Starbucks tea. <laughs> the tea put you over the edge. Um, Deadpool 2, I give a C minus. I give a C minus to Deadpool 2. With the exception of the middle scene, which I give an A. The rest of the movie, C minus. Middle scene, A. You're talking about the X Force? Yeah. Amazing. Still, to this day, just amazing. Absolutely amazing. I could watch it over and over again. And the surprise cameo was amazing in it. It's the yeah. only reason that movie was like, it's not watchable. It was very watchable. But just overall, I just, I thought it was very, it fell flat to me, right? Okay, yeah. True. Solo, I actually also give a B to. I give it a B. I think Nobody gets a D. Nobody gets a D. No. Pacific Rim gets a D. Pacific Rim got a D by not even being Yeah, by you, by you not even seeing it. Now, <laughs> let, now let me explain why. Oh, yeah, you get to explain. So, <laughs> you, see, you see that? <laughs> it's because I'm purple. See, it works? That's, yes. why, that's yes. why I get to do it. Purple lives matter. If, it, you know, Black Panther to me, I give it an A minus, quite frankly. I don't know what the minus is. I think the ending to me was just, they were black. Like, it didn't work as they well. A, they got a minus because they were black. It's possible. It's very possible. Purple people very much, you know, at odds with the black people. Yeah. That whole, there's a, that whole McDonald's thing going on? Yeah. Oh, all about that. wait. You're saying only black people eat McDonald's? No, no. Yeah. Actually, I was just I'm saying. Just gonna, I'm, I'm determined to make this into something it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're going to cause your own show yes. <laughs> to plummet. Yes. And, see? You see? And then I will get, I will get credit for it. And or make $300,000 on GoFundMe. Exactly. It could work. It By could exposing work you. So quite frankly. Surprise. Quite frankly. <laughs> I'm on board with this. Let's, <laughs> yes. let's, let's see where you money can make it. Let's money making. Money making. Let's make some cash, man. Yeah, honestly. Who can I, we destroy so we can make some money? Honestly, I could give Black Panther an A, and, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't shake a stick. But my gut, my gut after well, the what fact. Is it, is what is it that gives you the minus, though? It, it honestly was. Just, it was the. It was the fact that to me, I found all the other characters except Black Panther to be the most intriguing. I thought Killmonger was amazing. I thought. Yeah. Um, I thought Daniel Guerrero that was amazing. In a lot of those movies, yeah, and, with and, the exception, I would say of. Um, the the captain of the first Captain America yes, movie. Yes, and that's why it's one of my favorites too. Right, it's but absolutely I mean, one you of know, my favorites. Like even Iron Man, he wasn't really like it was. There's a lot of yeah. There was a lot of uh, intrigue in how he put together. the I give suit. the first Iron Man B plus. Like yeah. if I'm just natural, you know, just off the like, you know, because you, you have Thor, you have two seconds to answer this question. You can't think too hard. Yeah, just give just, me a grade. Me that's a the grade. Like this is the grade. Okay. So this, and that's why okay. Infinity War to me is an A because it's a Thanos movie. And and it's just perfect. And and not only that, the <laughs> expectations going into it, like it met and exceeded. You know, there wasn't. You know, and they had. They even included the surprise cameo of Red Skull in there too. That kind of was really oh, cool. Uh, sorry. Well, you know, at this point, you know. Spoiler. Well, we've already done our spoiler free. So at it's this point, spoiled. if you listen to us, um, Deadpool two again. The reasons for the C minus. I I I thought it was entertaining, but I wasn't. 
you know, honestly, that middle, it took so long to get going, and that middle scene was, was what made the movie for me. Yeah. And then at the end, it was like, I don't know why I care about this 12-year-old, like, New Zealand kid who's going to blow stuff up. Like, it, it, just, it just felt like there was, we yeah, need to have a... Yeah, there was a lot of, you know, you know about, it, it, there's, there's a lot of dick jokes. It was, it was yeah. a one long dick joke. Mm-hmm. And it starts to get old after a while, you know? And there's a lot of this... I don't know exactly what you would call it because it's not, um, it it it's not like a homophobic kind of thing. No, no, no. But it's it's just like you love gay people. Yeah, you know why not? Yes, you know I went to art school also. So, I <laughs> mean, a, there you go. You what, can't really. What's that supposed to be? Occupational, mean? baby. It's all occupational. I'm gonna try to bring us down too. But, yeah. <laughs> but, go ahead. Oh, they know. They know. What it means. <laughs> but it's like okay, it, it's all of this is like this weird, you know, this this strange homoerotic humor. Yeah, and it's like okay, yeah. After a while, this is not a gag anymore, you know, because it's still exploitation, you know, and it's it's just this weird thing. It takes yeah. it, it takes on this weird thing where it, a couple of times it's wonderfully awkward humor, yeah. and then after a while it's just okay. This is just a natural language. Do you know what? Do you know what actually defeats Deadpool for me though? And it's what gave the movie the first movie its 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 heart. Um, you know, the Deadpool I know is the mercenary um, who has trouble working with others and this and that. Having him have the love interest to me is, is almost I mean, a false redeeming quality. Yeah, and also it, having it both worked. movies be about That's that love. That's my point. Like, it, the first movie, it kind of worked because it's also about this guy. It's an origin story of how he ter- goes from Ryan Reynolds to being a disgusting yeah. you know, creature. So, and, and again, it's a superhero movie in that sense of mass media pandering right. uh, that they, that they have thing. to do, right? which is a bad thing. Um, the second Deadpool to me was just like, again, why do we have to, you know, and it sucks because then you don't want them to break up. You don't want something to happen to, but you know something has to happen to them. Right, but uh, I mean, you didn't have to, to make plot. that movie about exactly. them. You know? and so, exactly. And, and so, and then that's what, that's what I'm talking about. Like, it's just like, okay, okay, I get it. Yeah. Okay, you yeah. know, so that's, and I mean, there's some great things in the movie, and it's a good movie, it's a solid movie, it's a good follow-up to the last movie if you enjoyed it, mm-hmm. so there's nothing wrong with it, Yeah, it's just it didn't break any ground, and if you weren't a super fan of that kind of humor, yeah. the second movie's not going to make you a, 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 a believer, yeah. it's not going to uh, indoctrinate you. Um, the Infinity War, for me, basically was I was intrigued at how they were going to tie this movie together. They've been talking about this movie for 10 years. Yeah. What the heck is going to be this movie? Yeah. For the, even from the year out when they announced a date, I'm like, I just – because there's no way they could possibly pull this movie together. Yeah. No way it could be as big as it's going to be. Yeah. And then you, when you when you watch it and you start to get into it, you realize like what the structure of the movie is, yeah. like the, what the three act structure of the film is, and you realize, oh, it's going to be like he's, it's just going to be them trying and failing to stop to to stop him from getting the Infinity Stones. Yeah, and you're like, it's not really a war. There's a battle. No, and it, but that's the whole thing. It's basically Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, they called it Infinity War. Yeah, because it sounds because it like sounds grand. really yeah. cool. And but it, Infinity War is the sequel to Infinity Gauntlet, right. and this is Infinity Gauntlet, and done in done in. And a, once you realize it's going to be like this kind of weird Harry Potter Horcrux kind of, you know, <laughs> kind of this quest, except for the fact that it's the bad guy sure. who's doing it. Sure, and you're like, oh, and then it's a punch movie after that. Yes, so every t- everywhere they go to stop them from getting this, uh, one of the stones. People get punched a lot and fly through things. I'll give you... And so, like, it's, for me, it was like, this movie is great, and it's exhilarating, and it's fun to watch, 
but I'm not turned into it. You know, like I'm right. not, I, you know, my, my, my emotions are not, right. you know, shocked to life because of it. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you real quick before we go to commercial, our super fan, Brian Everham, he gave Black Panther a B. He gave Infinity War an A. Of course. Gave Deadpool 2 incomplete, means he probably hasn't seen it yet. Solo, he gave an A-. minus. Fascinating, fascinating, fascinating stuff. Uh, we are going to move on. When we come back, we're going to welcome Dan Leister to the uh, program. He is going to talk about his new web comic. It's uh, Metal Ice Cream, which is an awesome name, uh, and we're going to give him some time to shine. And uh, as always, we're going to tell you, go pick up the mainstream. It's in, it's in stores now, issue two. Uh, go order at your local comic book store. When we come back, talk to Mr. Dan Leister. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth Tripp, your host of Nourish the Soul. Join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life. Join us every Wednesday at my new time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. How long it's been since I've been wanting to just sacrifice, so sacrifice all your myself. beliefs yeah, just for the show? To give show. up all my beliefs? Well, I actually don't really have any beliefs, which is why it's been so hard for you to find out what my beliefs are to get me to betray them. I'm kind of a nihilist. I don't really believe in anything, except for sandwiches. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. We were giving our mid-year report cards because all the movies have happened. All the movies have happened. Yeah, haven't all happened yet. Not all of them. And next There's week Ant we're going to talk. Next There's week we're going to talk. And well, Wasp. Da, 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 da. Next what? week we're going to talk about them. People know Ant-Man and Wasp are coming out. It's not like you, us they not saying it. They have never no No, we are the, we are the touchstones. We're the for reasons. The, yeah. Oh, we, are the, we are the reasons people tune in. Yeah, we're getting way underpaid then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for our, for we our do this lofty as a position. Service. We do this as a service Oh, really? It's a, it's a public service? Yes. It's a, it's a, it's a crappy public service. It's a, it's, a, it's, yeah. a, it's a public service. I think we need to monetize the public service. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should definitely should. <laughs> All right. Welcoming to the show... 
He's a friend of the show because he's the one who actually helped design the sire. Uh, well, actually, no, I designed it and then I gave it to him and he made oh, it gee. come to life. Gave him credit and took it away. That's right. That's right. That's what we <laughs> do on this show. That's a heck of an intro. Want to welcome Mr. Dan Leister. How are you doing, Dan? Damn, Matt. Just take that credit away so quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> you get no credit here. Um, <laughs> real quick for you, how many of those four movies that we reviewed have you seen? Because like, you've got two kids and you're crazy. And, <laughs> yeah, I, and, I don't do anything. Um, <laughs> no, I just saw... Black Panther, I thought that was cool. I haven't seen Deadpool. I haven't seen Infinity War. I haven't seen Solo. I haven't seen anything. They just uh, Thor Ragnarok just came on Netflix. <laughs> He's worse than you, Sam. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, I just I I just have so much other crap I'm trying to do, and it's just like ah, uh, like I guess we're watching Frozen again tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's something about having kids, uh, which luckily I don't experience yet except for tom and jerry i was gonna say you do have a kid you do realize yes that, right? but but we're not at to that point where ah, yeah. where it's like obsessive about movies but he's obsessed about tom and jerry so i am actually yeah, i've i've been watching tom and jerry non-stop for the last like i don't know two months or so that's all right that's that's <laughs> semi-adult entertainment it, it is and it's also weird because you know i never knew this as a kid though but you can tell the different animators uh-huh like really tell like all of a sudden i'm watching like a chuck jones thing and i'm like this is like deep on many levels yeah, <laughs> that yeah. I never experienced yeah. before. Tom and Jerry's meta. It's you, all meta. It is. It really is. <laughs> it's all meta. It really is. Dan, do you get that with Frozen? Is Frozen meta? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we got to we got to hang out at C two E two, which is great because it crashed your table, um, but you crashed the hotel yeah. room, so it was, it was even. Um, was payback. <laughs> Someone got some payback. <laughs> was wait was Dan in the room? When I came, to, no, he wasn't. That was no, in Chicago. Okay, no. uh, and we talked about a lot of things. We talked about the industry. Um, you know, we talked about this like white whale we've been chasing, uh, which is like a job in comics. Uh, you've been, I mean, you've been a solo practitioner in the comic book world for now what seven years? Uh, 11, 12? <laughs> Everything you no, ask it him is 11, like causing an aneurysm. No, 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 it's getting there. Yeah. Eleven years? You've been so you've been you've been a pro- working professional in the comic book industry, like. Like just since I quit, since I quit my job that I had at the time, which was tell us, tell us that job. I love that oh, job. Was, uh, telemarketing crap. I didn't even get <laughs> no, no, the one it. before it. What was the one before? You were cleaning out medical waste or oh, something. Oh yeah, the you know the pumps that they hook up to people who can't feed themselves. Yeah. Oh. I was cleaning those. <laughs> this is a this is this is a lesson for anybody who's really trying to do. He was drawing the sire at night, or maybe it was during the yeah. day actually, because I think that was Probably a night both. job. And cleaning out and human, clean. human waste. Yeah, was, well, no, it was food, food well, waste, food waste. Well, it's still the well, The reason I got fired from that job, I was burning the candles at both ends, and uh, I just came in, like, one too many times late, and they just like, that, that was it. Yeah. Wow. And you were, and you were happier for Wait it. a minute, wait a minute. You were doing the that job, one, upset and you didn't like, even have the dignity job, of being able to quit that job. Because I just got an offer at the Wonderland gig from Venoscope, so I had at least six months worth of work, so I was like, go for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you didn't. He, he did didn't not. Even, he didn't even get the dignity of quitting the job. No, he got. No. He had a crappy job and got fired from. <laughs> no, 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 no. That that was it. That was the Abbott, the pump cleaning one. I got fired from the one that I left for comic books before I quit. All right, so you did get you get right, you did get to have least. your you did get to have your so, office so space yeah. moment. Some props for something. Come on, <laughs> once, once in a while. So I mean, talk okay. about talk about uh, being a working comic book professional. I mean, I think that's definitely something that people people aspire to from the outside like i think uh, justin gray 
uh, DC writer had a great post. He's like, people think making comics is easy, and they think it's profitable. So dis <laughs> dispel that myth right now. <laughs> on both counts. <laughs> um, it's it's a really it's a really awesome thing if you can make it work. Um, sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. It's in the process of changing with the kids right now because I can't just sit down and lock myself in the room for like all day to get stuff done. You know, I, I have to spend time with my family. So it's a, it's kind of a balance right now, and I try to front load as much of the work as I can, so I'm not rushing at the end. Where do you um, where do you think you're getting your work from these days, though? Where's like your main like I mean, is it, is it just reputation based at this point? People are coming out, you know, coming out and they've seen your stuff, or I mean, you know, I mean, when you said the kids, I actually thought you meant like the next generation of people and and this you know social media and this and that. I mean, where are you, where are you as a comic book professional finding your next gig? It's kind of weird. Um, I'm making my own gigs at the moment. I'm just setting up nice. uh, books that I want to work on, people that I want to work with, and. Um, I mean, some of the money comes in from, you know, conventions, going to conventions, uh, doing commissions, signing books, selling books. Uh, I, I try to get a decent um, cover gig, like one or two covers a month from Zenoscope, which is always nice. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to just get as many baskets as I can to have things coming in continually. The reason I ask you, though, too, is there's definitely a lot of people, like I said, that want to be doing comics. Uh, we're talking with Dan Leister, uh, artist extraordinaire. And it's just, it's always interesting to figure out how people are doing it. You know, we have our frequent guest, Pat Shan. You know, he does it, he's a writer, and he doesn't have the advantages. I mean, do you think, I mean, just ha being an artist, there's just so many advantages in terms of being able to get work, oh, of right? Of course. Of course. You can instantly see, like, if a person's good or bad right there with mm -hmm. writing. It, it takes, I, I don't know how you get into it. You just have to. People haven't figured out that I'm bad yet, which is good. Sooner or later, someone goes, oh, I guess you can write. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's it's definitely it's a different animal altogether. Some people start a podcast instead. Yeah. Um, I've been telling people you're bad. Though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm trying. But to then spread they're the like, but that. like they're like bad is good though, right? Like yes, it's, it's like that's that's what I keep running into. Yeah, you know. And yeah. then they they play the George Thorogood song because you're I don't purple. Know why. Yes, because you're purple. No, yes, no. and I hate purple people. Talk to us about Metal Ice Cream. It's one of the gigs you are doing yourself. Uh, it's a web comic. It's your first endeavor into web comics. Give us give us the background. How did you how did you a, come up with the concept. B, what is the concept? And C, how are you making this come to life? We're Three great. Question. We're all about yeah. letters tonight. Yeah. <laughs> letters. No, basically, this is this is kind of weird. This is one of those ones I put on a web, uh, made it a web comic because it was just just weird, and I, I didn't really think it'd make a very good mainstream comic book. Um, mainstream story right comic now. books is pretty much do whatever you want. It feels like I thought that'd be a good medium for it, um, but the idea. The initial idea for it was, I swear to God, I saw this cover for a comic book, and I'll, I'll send you a link to it. And I, I kept looking around for it and talking to people about it, and people were like, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. And um, so I finally just drew the cover, and I was like, that, that was a lot of fun. And the story just sort of popped up with it, and I, I just started laying, like, thumbnailing out the the outline for it and the characters a little bit. It was like, it's, it's kind of a lot of fun. And then the name came from another story I was working on, or just a short story idea I had where uh, people are adrift in space on this uh, spaceship that's slowly falling apart like ice cream. So it's just like metal falling to pieces like ice cream. Um, but uh, Which I actually love that title, so though. The, like Metal yeah, Ice Cream, that's a, a, that's a cool title. title. It would go really well with this book, so... Um, 
I just took it and put it on there, and I started on post started posting on the unedited version because this this whole thing is basically my love letter to heavy metal, like the movie and the magazine and all the art and inspiration it gave me when I was a kid. Um, so I I, just, I didn't want to have any limits with it, yeah. I guess. So, but I wanted people to see it. So on my Patreon, if you get a subscription for like a dollar a month, then you get the unedited content. And then every other page uh, that you have it, I can put them up there. They have like edited pages, so nothing, nothing too crazy. Well, we just threw the links up on the Facebook page as well, too. So, I mean, you can definitely check out the uh, what. And again, the concept for it is just a deep space adventure. Uh, go yeah, give a little, just, give a little more. Yeah, um, uh, Jennifer Crush, the main character, is uh, lost in space after her cargo vessel is attacked by space pirates. She narrowly escapes and has been drifting in deep space in this shuttle that's falling apart for about a week, and then she bumps into this bigger ship and jumps her out of her little pod and sneaks into this big ship and then finds the whole thing is pretty much empty except for this robot and this like little round dude. And <laughs> just kind of just goes on these crazy adventures. It's, it's just crazy and fun. So it's just, it's, 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 yeah, it's your love letter, so your love letter to uh, space stories. Yeah. Your love letter to space stories. Uh, you've got some cool characters. You've got some cool things. Uh, tell everyone where they can check your stuff out. Uh, let's see. I can post it up here. You can check it out. Um, uh, regularly Wednesdays on on Tapas or Webtoons. I think you just like just go to Webtoons and type in Metal Ice Cream or uh, on my Patreon, unedited, one dollar a month subscription every Wednesday as well. Uh, and they also have uh, like Sketchbook Fridays where I try to put up some things like sketch ideas and things for from the book. Uh, that I've been working on, and I'll put those up on Fridays. And um, uh, what else? Just different like process work and things on my Patreon. More of a behind-the-scenes, how this comic book is coming together sort of thing. Very cool. And that will be on my Patreon site, which I just posted in the comments. All right. Awesome. Very, very, very cool. Dan, as always, it's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, definitely well, check out... Thing, I, can I plug out one other thing? No. No. All right, go ahead. All right, go ahead. The Werewolf Thumb book, actually. Uh, oh, I like that one. I was involved in that, so yeah, you can plug it. I thought you might like that. Thank you. <laughs> you have, to, have you had a chance to look at the book yet? I have. Remember, I made. I Did helped you? you make it. No, I helped no, you put I mean, it together. No, I mean like the actual physical book. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You gave me the book in, in Chicago. Oh, okay, good, good. Um, uh, it should be coming in tomorrow or Friday. So the Ooh, the shipment nice. should be coming in tomorrow or Friday. So those will be going out right after that once I start getting everything postage and sent out and then lord of gore the other book that i've been working on um we're going to start up a kickstarter shortly to collect the five issue trade very cool is that through devil's do mm -hmm. yeah very cool please keep an eye out on that excellent well we would definitely check out all your stuff and you can always see dan's stuff uh with the sire as well too uh he is out with the new trade paperback that's coming out too so see it's 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 all full circle no more cleaning out no more cleaning out uh Medical supplies, though. <laughs> yes. Not, not for now. And I'll be at Heroes <laughs> Con in Charlotte next weekend, I think. Very cool. Not this coming weekend, but next weekend. Very cool. All right. And you can pick up your books there. Dan, thank you so much for joining us. When we come back, we're going to be giving our 
spinning the rack segment, a little extra social media fun. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth Tripp, your host of Nourish the Soul. Join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life. Join us every Wednesday at my new time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com I love the emotional affairs. That's awesome. I'm having an emotional affair with you I have emotional affairs all the time. I know. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't think that was an actual insult to other people, but Well, you're not not cheating on somebody. Well, if you can do that emotionally, I'm cheating on you right now. This is Because I'm thinking about someone else. You're thinking about Peter. Hi, Peter. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Talk Radio.nyc. I want to thank our guest, Mr. Dan Leister. He's a close personal friend. Been uh, been friends with him ever since uh, he helped me launch the Sire back in 2006. So uh, it's been really a fun ride, and it's always great to have him on. Go check out Metal Ice Cream. Go check out the comments section of the Facebook feed, facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire, and we'll post some stuff up on secretsofthesire.com. Speaking of Patreon, we're going to be relaunching the Patreon page next week. Um, going to get more insights into all the stuff that we're working on, which is pretty fun. We're going to have some uh, screenplay stuff that I'm writing right now. We're going to have some of the mainstream stuff out there for paid people. We're going to have marketing strategy and tips as well to kind of give in all the kit and caboodle into Patreon, not just stuff in the podcast. Uh, but we are going to be bringing back the executive producer uh, stream. We're going to do it at 6 o'clock uh, Eastern time every week right before we go live. It'll be a, a quick 10-minute uh, behind the scenes, you'll get to kind of learn a little bit about what we're going to be talking about on the show, uh, private, and uh, we can stream it directly through Patreon now, which is pretty cool, and which actually helps a lot, you know, when you're trying to do these kind of things. So, James Gallagher chimed in on the Facebook feed. Uh, when he gave his grades for the movies we talked about. He said, "Infinity War A plus." <laughs> they set themselves up with an impossible task and delivered. Deadpool two <laughs> B didn't really care about the kid either, but I weeped when Deadpool spoiler died. So respect, 
Solo B, Solid Popcorn Flick Fun Ride, Black Panther C minus, MCU Obliged Viewing, a knockoff of Wolverine spending two hours jumping on cars. It's a bold statement, right? It's what I come to expect. <laughs> well, he's purple also, so he has no. He has, he has no. Uh, yeah, purple people allegiance. can't be trusted. This is right. You know? This is we've we've already known this. This is right. The MCU knockoff, like a, a obliged viewing. Basically, I guess any Marvel movie that comes, it's basically what we're going to be doing with Ant Man and Wasp in a, in a couple weeks. I'm actually interested in seeing Ant Man and Wasp. Uh, I'm not as I'm not as I I actually didn't even watch the first one in theaters. I watched it on cable like a year later. Uh, we All didn't actually right. do a show about it even either, okay. um, because I just didn't do All it back right. then. Okay, so well, like, well, let me let me try that again. Yeah, I'm actually interested in seeing it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh-huh. The, the emphasis on I'm. Yes, yes. I understand. Not, not we're very true. You are well, we're not going to see it. In we the are going to see it. Are we? Yeah. Are we going together? No. I'm actually interested in seeing it. <laughs> <Man and Wasp. laughs> I mean, I, I think it's. I think, what would you give? What would you give? Not now, because you said it. <laughs> I'm going to add that into. <laughs> like, this is what we do. We have no movies to watch. Um, what would you actually give the overall 2018 experience, though? I, you know what? I up until Solo, yeah, it, it was all good natured. It all seemed like it was really good natured. I remember watching the two movies that didn't qualify as the illustrious list of yours, mm-hmm. uh, Rampage and, right. and Pacific Rim. I think Pacific Rim was before Rampage. Yeah, it was. And, so and, there was a and lot I think of, it was out before Rampage, too. Whatever. I th- <laughs> there, was a lot of, there was a lot of audience participation, a lot of cheering, even down yeah. in Union Square where everybody's usually dead. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, we are here to watch a movie. We will watch this movie. The movie's on. Now the movie's over. We leave. You know, <laughs> that's basically how those people are, you know. Popcorn. They're all, they're all Dieter? Popcorn. Yes. <laughs> all of them. Every, it's like sprockets. It's like watching right. an entire movie with, a, with an audience full of sprockets. So Our entire audience, like 25 and under, is like sprockets. Yeah. Well, the heck with them. All Educate two, yourself. All two people, 25 and under, that listen to us. Google's a thing, yeah. 25ers. <laughs> but anyway, so... Um, they were cheering for Pacific Rim. So now, okay, yeah, that's a that's a movie about giant robots beating up giant monsters. Yeah. Maybe you'll get a couple of cheers, right? So then I'm watching Rampage, same movie theater, mm-hmm. and people are having a ball. They're laughing. They're clapping at the end of it. So I'm, I, it led me to believe, like, oh, the atmosphere, people are just, people just want movies. Yeah. You know, they just want to go to the movies, they're into it. They're mentally prepared it's to a have mental a good checkout. time. You know, it's usually movies. But I mean, are... sometimes people aren't ready to check out. Some people, some people yeah. are demanding for their checkout. Yeah. If you're going to watch a movie like uh, like Rampage and clap for it, yeah. and be and, and be excited for it, yeah. and it's a ridiculous movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. I enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. But it's a ridiculous movie that knows it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's not once that The Rock seems to take himself seriously in that film. So they cheered for it. So now, then you get a little heavier. You got Black Panther. You get a little heavier still. You got uh, Infinity War. Yeah. And then, uh, it, it, to me, it seems like the atmosphere kind of just took a turn. Because now Deadpool, people are like, uh, okay. You know? Yeah. And Deadpool should have been 
should have been raucous. You Deadpool know, compared ruined to... everything, though. Deadpool moved its date up for some reason. We don't. Because still... it wanted, it wanted to, it wanted to take a little thunder away from Solo. It wanted to get there before Solo got yes, there. Yes, yes. Because I think I don't it... think it, I think it feared Solo. Yeah, I don't, I, think... I don't think it was trying to like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna ruin Solo. Yeah, it was but like, I think we it... need to make sure we're not ruined. I think it thought if we come out third, we're the last ones to the table. Yeah. We're definitely not getting fed. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna get there. And first. they made such a big mistake doing that, though. I think because it ended up taking all. People are still coming. People are still reeling from Infinity War. People are still watching Infinity War, and then it's like, okay, we gotta go see Deadpool too now. Yeah, and they did. You know, the opening see, weekend see, was Solo good. Solo can be kind of forgiven because they were the the theory behind it is they were trying to hit that that uh, May twenty fifth, yeah, forty fifth year. I think forty forty fifth anniversary of uh, A New Hope. Yeah, it's just not the event. No, if they had released um, the Last Jedi, yeah, on this date, I think. Disney would have destroyed all other movies. Yeah, it would have. It might, and they might have had six months to make it good too. No, they wouldn't have. It would have been. It would have still been terrible. <laughs> it would have been, been even worse because they're arrogant about it. They, yeah, they, they have no. You know, let's let's not even get into that. But they wouldn't have. There would have been the same backlash or whatever. But it just would have come six months later. But in the in the interim, it would have destroyed yeah. everything. Yeah, it would have destroyed everything, and so then Infinity War would be kind of a disappointment. Black sure. Panther would maybe be a little disappointment. Maybe Black Panther would have come out early enough to have made its money before that. But uh, Infinity, it would have it would have sucked the the oxygen out of the room for Infinity War. Um, and then if they had Solo came out in 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 December, Solo might have had a better chance. Yeah, you know. But it was just weird timing for everything. I think so too. I'll give my grade in a second. But first, we do this every week. We go spinning the racks. Bringing the most fantastical pop culture news out there. So exciting. Keeping with the Star Wars theme, Star Wars actress Kelly Marie Tran leaves social media following months of harassment. We actually could have led with this. I, I, I kind of kept it a little light by going with the solo stuff, which we is couldn't. not necessarily. I don't, light. I don't think we could have led with it. <laughs> Tran is not the first Star Wars actress to leave social media due to abuse. Uh, she has left social media after months of sexist and racist harassment online following her starring role in Star Wars The Last Jedi. Uh, Kelly, the last terrible movie I saw. <laughs> the, pa- <laughs> the page is still visible, visible, but her byline is now afraid, but doing it anyway. The tra- 29-year-old actress was the target of relentless abuse at the hands of those calling themselves fans who did not <laughs> like her Last Jedi character, Rose. Cool. Of course, there were plenty who did like Rose, and Tran was incredibly grateful but for the opportunity, even breaking down into tears when she saw Last Jedi producer Ram Bergman on the red carpet as the ho- at the Hollywood premiere, giving him a sobbing hug and thanking him repeatedly. Uh, Last Jedi director Ryan Johnson, who's also a very well-liked individual online, <laughs> also responded, On social media, a few unhealthy people can cast a big shadow on the wall, but over the past four years, I've met... Lots of real SW fans. He wrote, we like and dislike stuff, but we do it with humor, love, and respect. We're the vast majority. We're having fun and doing just fine. Thoughts? Well, it's not really doing that fun if she has to leave an, a, an entire platform of social media. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know if you're doing that fine. Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. If we take the harassment part seriously, yeah, then there could be a discussion. If we're if we're thinking that it's like you know, I've I've seen people dismiss the harassment. I've seen people think I'm not going to be sympathetic to her until I have proof that she left because of the harassment, and not for some religious reason. Yeah, or, you know. So I mean, there's 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 a lot of people willing to deny 
that such a thing is happening. And we had a discussion about that. We were couple. talking about dinner, though. Social media is Westworld. Yes. It, it is a place but I mean, where but people feel they can have zero consequences. Prior to, what they to do. that, though, we had a discussion about online harassment. And, you know, in it, it just convincing people that it's a real thing yeah. is a difficulty. Yeah. You know, because everybody's so anxious to see all angles and to want to incorporate all angles into it. But you know, here's the thing. There, there are multi angles, and there, and no one is innocent if we if we look at it that way. But to deny or to, to deny the potency of harassment, yeah. or to consider that harassment is not a big deal because there may be nuance to it, mm-hmm. is is you're making right. us inactive. No, you're absolutely right. We really there was nothing to talk about here. We never we shouldn't have led with this at all. Well, next week we look ahead to the rest of the year in the comic book movies. Will Ant Man shrink when confronted with sequel expectations? And is Venom as bad as it looks? We'll talk about that next week. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, this is Bruce Chamoff, host of the Web Design and Technology Coach. Join me and my guests every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. as we discuss the latest in web design, social media marketing, search engine optimization, and technology. We also discuss popular topics including WordPress, making money online, better Google rankings, and more. Every month, we also feature the best unsigned music from around the world right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc.
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 